Today we have Malcolm Kellner, comedian, actor, and you might have seen him on the most recent Hulu's Chippendales. This man's very Hollywood. Um, he's also one of the co-hosts on Two Woke Boys with Jeff Zenizik. And today we're just going to talk to him. Is it is it going to go well? We don't know. We don't know. Anyway, enjoy this episode. Sadly, I didn't do much dating in uh, in high school. I was same I was, dude. Yeah, I was kind of uh, nerd. I guess. Well, I mean, not really. Look, I played sports and stuff too, but I wasn't like Fucking, that cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't didn't really like do anything dating related until. Uh, College. You're fucking in Emerson. <laughs> oh, Piano Row, <laughs> Building, Colonial, Paramount, every dorm Dang. I was in. <laughs> My boy <But>. Menace. <laughs> oh, fuck Malcolm's here. Someone's in your fucked. <laughs> Looking like twins. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. Look at these twins. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. Look at these twins. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. Look at these twins. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. That's Mary Kate. Titties out, titties out. Just like Ellie's so small though. Yeah. Whenever you like meet someone at a mic, it's always like ten mutuals or something. Right. Exactly. I, remember, I met Jeff at like the shoebox show and we followed each other. And I saw okay. like, Theo Vaughn followed him. I was yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood, dude. Yeah, Jeff is uh Jeff is great. He's just a matter of time before he hits it. Yeah. He's sick. Yeah. yeah, I remember he told me he's also like a tennis coach, right? Yes. He did like rant. Yeah. Yeah. That's how'd you guys meet? Uh, we met um, at a flapper show. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's and cool. um, he was, I was just on the lineup doing five and he was the headliner. Oh, okay. And he, I had heard him talking about like uh, softball oh. and that like baseball and softball. And he mentioned he's in like a comedy softball league. And then so I'm Whoa. like, yeah, so I'm like, hey, you got an extra spot on that team? Because, uh, you know, I played baseball at Emerson. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I, I like joined the team and we became friends and knew we wanted to work on something together. And then um, like I was doing this character, like the Cole character from Two Woke Boys. And then he's like, what if I do a similar character and then we do like a parody podcast oh, of okay. that? like a parody woke podcast that's sick um and then so so i'm like yeah sure we'll give it a shot so we did like sketches basically like as a fake podcast which were just like five minute things and he's like what if we tried doing this for an hour and i'm like there's no chance that's gonna work yeah and then we did it and did like an hour and a half and it was easy and uh so i'm like all right i guess i guess we're just gonna keep doing this that's sick dude. uh and yeah now what it's episode been, are you guys on uh, one, one twenty something. Damn, dude. Yeah. What do you, so what do you mean by like a parody podcast? So like it's, so they're characters yeah. that we play, um, the two woke boys. It's, uh, so I'm like, I'm like a slam poet, like a male feminist slam mm -hmm. poet. And he's like a, a former comedian turned activist. Mm -hmm. And, um, so like we're, we're these, yeah. So we're in character as these like male feminist guys who are like, Basically, like the the shtick is that we're wolves in sheep's clothing. Like yeah. we're these really like like horrible people. <laughs> like um, just everything we do is just to try to pick up chicks, yeah. and we we are very deceitful and conniving about the whole thing and our intentions of being those characters. So um, so yeah, so that like a parody of like those types of guys who um, you know I 
saw a lot of at Emerson. Dude, there you was know. always the woke dudes, and yeah. they'd have like a Title Nine. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's always, always like they have a hashtag in their bio, but I'm like that dude gropes. Oh yeah, yeah, you know when someone's like that vocal about like yeah, like women. I love yeah. like, like the future's in, female. It's like about what like, have you done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a guy. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names on here, but I mean, there's this classic guy who was like at at like every every rally every women's march every meeting you'd be out there with a megaphone and signs and stuff and then like 15 women came forward to accuse him of so um, you know some sort of sexual <laughs> misconduct insane, and it's yeah. like yeah That's when there's that many it's <laughs> probably probably something happened <laughs> yeah. that was that so i don't want to make any assumptions yeah. but. right allegedly <laughs> allegedly he assaulted uh 20 women it's um, damn dude scoreboard it's jesus yeah 20. yeah so so yeah so these characters are um parodies of those types of people who are uh they're they're saying the right things but for all the wrong reasons they yeah. don't actually care about any of the issues they're just there to try to get women yeah yeah so, or just look at like i feel like whenever someone has like merch for like a right. cause i'm like all right you're uh <laughs> like, right like stop aging hate and i'm like yeah. you called someone a chink recently yeah exactly so like is your like is your podcast like is it all just like fake banter or are you guys actually having like real conversations like so we're basically what we do is we make a list of news topics mm -hmm. from the uh from the last week or two and we talk about them from like the character's perspective okay. that's crazy yeah. that's so cool yeah. yeah and so it's it's pretty much just like a current events pod but then we go off on these like big tangents about like fake personal stories mm. like um like we'll we'll make up like fake dating stories or relationship stuff and like basically my character is, is like a, is like an incel, like, yeah. like I, I was like saying like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just a nice guy here. To, and then like this anger and like yeah. rage goes out. <laughs> I'm so nice. I'm so nice. Uh, just give me a chance. Um, and then, yeah. And then Jeff is like, or Chris, his character, Chris, uh, is very, um, the character is like very predatory also mm -hmm. in like a different way. And he'll like have these funny stories about, um, you know, dating or his other stuff, like, like other like crimes he's committed, like yeah. DUIs, robberies, uh, arson, um, like the characters are pretty wild, That's but, a crazy but yeah, one. it's, it's yeah. fun. Arson. That one's a fun one, dude. That is a fun one. It's kind of like, I just burn shit. But it's never like, I feel like whenever I hear someone's an arsonist, I feel it's rarely out of hate. It's usually like, I just want to burn yeah, like shit right wanna, now. And it went bad. You want to fuck some shit up. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah. Right. I have like this homeless person like in my like neighborhood who just burns stuff. Yeah. And it's never out of warmth. It's just, I'm going to light this yeah. t-shirt on fire. I'm going to walk just away. Just out yeah. of pure passion. It's yeah. out just of passion. Just love It's like, yeah. it's, like <laughs> yeah. it's all practice. I don't know what it is though. Cause like, I see it often. Mm -hmm. Do you see it just like in LA around in West Hollywood? Is there a lot of just like homeless that that burn, burn stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I guess I haven't I haven't seen that like firsthand. Yeah. There was so I've been living in West Hollywood like two years. There at first when I moved there, there was a, a big big uh, encampment on like uh, an adjacent street, like on the corner, a bunch of tents and and stuff um, you know, around people living there. 
And then one day, the next, it was like up one day, and then I walked past it the next day, and it was all burnt down. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, it was all just black and ash. So, I don't know. Someone got pranked. What, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened there. It was like an inside job or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. So, mm. but I was. They yeah. found a solution to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not advocating uh, fire bombing encampments, but yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened there, but yeah. it's pretty wild. Yeah. Hope Damn. no one got hurt. Pretty insane. Like, they yeah. might have. Yeah. Out of all yeah. that ash, maybe. I feel yeah. like the thing you're talking about though, like just seeing homeless people just lighting shit on fire. I feel like that's like pretty niche. Like I don't like. That's I, not- I don't know about the general. There's just one guy. <laughs> Are you? I've seen it happen like three times in my is neighborhood. Is it the same guy though? Or I don't it, know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, just, if it's the same neighborhood, I'm pretty sure it's obviously like that's like his hood. You know damn, what I mean? I like, thought it was like a worldwide thing. That's just what they do. Well, I'm also I'm not around homeless people like that like at all too. Like damn. Because I feel like even the homeless people like that we even have here are probably a little bit more like tame higher class too like you know what I mean? <laughs> right <laughs> yeah exactly i got the worst of it i got the yeah. bottom of the barrel yeah yeah, yeah exactly you, you got the, town, the arsonists yeah. yeah where are you from originally malcolm i'm from minnesota originally. oh dang yeah. dude yep so when did you move here i moved here uh, about five years ago uh-huh. and um yeah so grew up in minnesota obviously went to college at emerson in boston uh, a little before your time um but uh, yeah, what did I miss you by a year or two? No, I graduated no. 2022. Okay, so I yeah, missed you, you by two years. Like, I I finished two years before you started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Dang. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so was there any, like, culture shock coming to L.A. from Minnesota? I don't... The only thing I know about Minnesota is, like, the How I Met Your Mother... Okay. Right, mm-hmm. someone yeah. from How I Met Your Mother was yeah. from Minnesota. Right, right. right. Yeah. Mar- Marshall, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marshall yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, um, yeah. but yeah, no, Minnesota. So I grew up just outside of Minneapolis. So it's like a pretty big city, um, like in a suburb there. I would compare it to maybe like a Glendale here, oh, like okay. that version, like a, like a, a suburb of, you know, next to a big city, yeah. LA, I guess they, they would be mad that I called it a suburb, but, yeah. uh, they're like, we're our, we're our own city, bro, bro, we're our own city. Uh, but no, I love Glendale. Um, but yeah, that's, so I lived, I lived there. I said Glendale cause I lived there my yeah. first few years. Oh, here. Okay. And, um, but yeah, so I grew up, yeah. Suburb of Minneapolis went homeless? to, what's that? Was there homeless there? <laughs> not as there, there were some, but obviously not a great place to be homeless. When it's uh, freezing yeah. cold, that's true for months. Yeah. Uh, th- I mean, this is the LA is like the it's the perfect the place. Prime, prime, prime real estate for homelessness. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so yeah, tough to be homeless in in Minnesota. So there were some, not as many, but anyway. Um, but yeah, grew up suburb of Minneapolis. Went to high school in Minneapolis, and so it wasn't that crazy like going to school in Boston, another like large city. And then coming out here wasn't that wild. Was it, when people hear Minnesota, sometimes they think like, oh, like cornfields, like mm-hmm. flyover country. That's yeah. uh, still like a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so, okay. yeah. You ever like fight anyone there? Fight anyone? I don't know why, but I feel like people from outside of like New York, California, like they wrestle in their pastime. Okay. Do you wrestle? Did you wrestle uh, any no. of your boys? <laughs> never, wrestling type? Never, yeah. Never uh, wrestling, um, whether official or. Or not? I mean, sometimes like I would rough, rough house with mm. my uh, two brothers, yeah. but oh, okay. Uh, but no, I I can't say I ever was in a 
Is the is the Mall of America in? Minnesota? It is. Oh, it okay. is. So it's there. in Bloomington, which is another suburb of Minneapolis. So it's like right by the air, the Minneapolis Saint yeah. Paul Airport, and um, yeah, biggest mall in the country. I think it's, it's insane. It's yeah, like a, it's like an amusement park, mm-hmm. like in, oh, in the middle. Coasters, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah roller coasters so and stuff. Have you uh, been? Yeah, yeah. So I I used to go a lot as like. But basically, yeah, the big like as like a, a young kid growing up, like mm-hmm. the coolest thing for like to do is like, oh, like it, like mom and dad, like, can we go to the Mall of America? <laughs> and so, so we'd go like um, like a couple times a year. And Damn. Yeah. Well, how far were you from it? Uh, not far, like 20, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So was it like your date spot? Like get a hand uh, job in the moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, sadly, I didn't do much uh, do much dating in uh, in high school. I was same I was, dude. Yeah, I was kind of uh, kind of a, a nerd, I guess. Well, I mean, not really. Look, I played sports and stuff too, but I wasn't like Fucking, that cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't really like like do anything dating related uh, until. Uh, college you're fucking in emerson <laughs> oh piano row <laughs> building, colonial paramount every dorm I was in <laughs> my boy <Menace. laughs> oh, fuck malcolm's here someone's in there <laughs> was it weird though because i transferred in like my junior year but oh, it was okay. like literally emerson was just gay high school yes right? like in the population yeah, yeah. Like everybody was gay there. Everyone was gay. Uh, I think the number one LGBTQ uh, college in in the country. Yeah. It was, so so yeah. Who's doing those numbers though? No, it's an interesting, uh, very interesting environment for sure. Because so I was playing baseball um, as part of our illustrious D three athletic program. Represent. Yeah, and um, so everything was just kind of like flipped there because like you think of like, Oh, the athletes, college athletes, um, like, Oh, they're, you're the real, like, like big men on yeah, campus like or like whatever. <laughs> right. so everything was flipped. And so like, we would be like the athletes would like, sometimes we'd have to like leave class early to like catch a bus to go to know, to go to uh, in a way game, and then we'd hear like people would be like laughing at us like these sports kids. It's <laughs> like we are getting bullied so hard by these theater kids. Um, so it's just a very funny like flipped uh, scenario where yeah. yeah everything is kind of uh, turned on and sad. And P- and there like I would hear all the time like oh these athletes with their full ride scholarships oh taking God. money away from uh, like the not like the the regular kids like okay well that's not true yeah. we, we can't get athletic scholarships because it's d3 so that's not a thing <laughs> so game, like dude. yeah so you're just you know have this uh straw man of hate for yeah. for the athletes but but no it was an interesting experience i i enjoyed emerson but it was funny how things were very uh flipped from mm. i feel like a typical college yeah. Or, yeah. yeah what did you major in over there uh, journalism. Okay. So yeah, I went into college thinking I wanted to become a sports broadcaster because mm-hmm. that's what my older brother did. But then midway through, I was like, I'm not getting much out of this. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of boring and unfulfilling to me. Yeah. I would rather be creating my own things instead of like reporting on the work of other men who are like <laughs> living out a dream that like, you know, in a perfect world, I would have been a, a professional baseball player, you know? So just being there and like reporting on these guys doing something I wish I could have been doing yeah. was not very, 
fulfilling and it was more yeah creatively fulfilling to uh create my own work my own comedy writing and performance and um so yeah at what point after college were you like what the fuck? Why did I get this degree? Was was so, that? Well, that hap- that moment happened before I right graduated. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that moment happened um, around my junior year when oh, I was okay. just like, God, what? A, oh, like, I think I made a huge mistake. What have I done? Yeah. Um, luckily, at Emerson, uh, they have the big film program too, so I was able to um, take. I was able to like do a bunch of student films. There, there were some acting classes for non majors. I was able to take get back into, um, you know, the the creative performance world and uh i was like okay this is definitely what i want to do i looked into changing majors but that would have involved uh more spending more time and and money there that i was not uh, about to do so i'm like all right just gonna get this journalism degree but then i'm going to move to la soon after and and try to do the whole um thing so was there anyone from your year that like popped off and you're like, wow, look at them in this Marvel movie as a leader. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, not yet. I don't think, at, at least at that level. Um, my friend, I have a friend, uh, Chasen Parker, who was my year, who's he's doing some cool things in film. Um, but uh, yeah, and there's this girl, 2015, yeah, the year before me, who... I, I don't even, <laughs> I was going to say her name, but I'm like, why am I giving her free publicity? <laughs> uh, but no, I have nothing against her, but she's in, she was like a child actress and now she's on like some, some TV stuff, but mm. she had done a lot. She was like a Nickelodeon kid. Oh, oh dang. Man. So were they so, kind of like off every child actor I knew? <laughs> like I remember when I was a kid, I always wanted to be an actor. Cause like the one child actor who was like in Corey in the house was like that person. And everyone right. else knew. Right. But then, like now, they're not doing well. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's rare seeing someone like adjust to like normal life. Yes, child- yeah, it's tough to make that transition and like be normal, yeah. like from child actor to like a normal person. Imagine peaking at eight, dude. That's what happened to uh, what's his name, Ki Kiwei Kwan, the guy from the Goonies. Which one? Which one's that one? Um. Okay, it's the guy. He just won an Oscar. He was in Everything Everywhere All at mm. Once. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. yeah. He, uh, oh. he, he, was, he was in, like, that interview, and he was saying, oh. like, oh, he, like, as a kid, he was getting all the stardom. He was in Spielberg movies. He was yeah. in all these movies. And then he went on to, like, be a teen, and, like, he wasn't getting anything. Yeah. And yeah. then now he's, like, 40 or something, and yeah. he just got yeah, a big role. role. So, like, yeah. Mm. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's like 25 years, I think he said. Yeah. He seems, like, well-adjusted, though. Yeah, where absolutely. he's like modest and not Super like Super humble holding yeah. on to his days. Yeah. yeah. Like getting pussy at eight years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, um it's a weird we're, like sometimes I've had the thought of like, oh, I wish I had like started earlier, yeah. like done this as because I I did I actually did a lot of acting as a kid mm-hmm. and there were I was in like an acting class in Minnesota where there were these uh two sisters who like they did their mom like did move out to LA with them and they and they were on like the like Nickelodeon and like kids stuff. Um, I think they've since gone on to do other stuff like behind the scenes of um, back like producer, like producing and directing stuff. But, but yeah, it was a, it was a conversation that I did have with like my parents, but yeah, ended up not doing it. I think probably for the best. uh, I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm glad I had like a normal childhood um, and I mean, it makes it harder now as an adult pursuing this entertainment sucks, things. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, yeah, it makes the, the wins 
sweeter, I guess, yeah. when you uh, really have to, I feel like, earn earn them. Yeah. yeah. So that's true. Because, yeah, yeah, like moms who were like, they had like children that were like actors. And yeah. They were just like crazy agents. This, like my, yeah. my stage moms. Go, yeah. Stage yeah. moms. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, your, your daughter sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably that's probably why they're so fucked up is because yeah. of the parents. They think that they're like the highest. Yeah. See, us raise a low so confidence. This is right. Right. That's on us, dude. Yeah. 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 Humble, dude. yeah you're, you're nothing. Yeah, no, my my parents were great, still are, but that's cool. Um, but yeah, I I did the the normal childhood in, mm. in Minnesota, and I'm now trying to make it here as an adult. So, how do your parents feel about that? Uh, they're supportive. Um, I'm very lucky and mm. blessed to have a couple great parents who, yeah, they've really been very supportive every step of the way. My my dad was a, a little more, I guess, taken aback by, oh, you went to jur- school for journalism, now you're going to try to go into entertainment okay <laughs> interesting. uh but but he's still like supportive and that's cool um and yeah very lucky to have a great family yeah. that uh, supports me and cheers me on so that's cool yeah. Yeah, yeah will you ever you ever fight someone as an adult here <laughs> did you I ever wrestle did you ever fight <laughs> <Tell me not. laughs> i see your build this dude fights <laughs> uh can't say i have no yeah i have never fought someone i don't know if i've i don't know if i've ever been in like an actual confrontation fight yeah like a physical like punches thrown fight i think i might cry dude if i knew yeah Yeah, i guess yeah i'm I'm pretty i'm pretty soft i guess uh do you ever have beef in like college where it carried over to real life not real life but like post college where you see him on set you're like there's a fucker who said my film sucked oh um yeah i mean there were there were kids some kids who were um when i was starting to do the film stuff at emerson there were some kids i thought were like pretentious and and um like narcissistic or whatever yeah. and like and yeah i would like sometimes see him at like a party here and be like oh like there's that guy, but it, I won't like, him. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start wrestling or fighting. Him. I would just make passive aggressive comments be, behind his back. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I guess I'm just like pretty non-confrontational. That's the Minnesota in me. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah I feel really. like everyone there was like really nice or even geographically. I don't know where that is. North. Yes. It's the hat, right? It's the hat, like the man in the map. Yes, okay. exactly. The, the, yes. Perfect. The guy holding the chicken, right? Yeah. 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 The, yeah. You've never heard of that before? No. So you didn't do the states. You didn't you didn't do your states test. That's crazy. So, yeah. Your your state geographical knowledge yeah. is not as good as, yeah. as ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. it's the it's a guy, it's a chef, right? Yeah, the chef holding out, yeah. the plate of mm-hmm. chicken, which yeah. is Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh yeah. It's I the think man and then Louisiana's the his foot, like the boot. You've I never seen that. was like south. That's yeah. yes. So wait, what, wait, when so you wear shoes, like where are shoes, where do shoes go on your body? South. <laughs> <laughs> then what's Texas? It's not the whole map. Yeah, it's just a select yeah. amount of states and yeah. maybe eight of them yeah. in the middle. But yeah. Good, good, that's good yeah. you know about that yeah, thank you. uh yeah thank the you. real important thing yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i remember when i went to emerson everyone there knew the geography i only knew california texas and like 
New York in Florida, kind wait, of. Wait, where are you from? I'm from yeah. here. From okay, Korea. I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was just right. yeah. I just go ignorant. You didn't, LA. Yeah. You, didn't do a, you didn't do your states I, I and did, capital but states. I didn't like remember it, but like That's when I went wild, to Emerson bro. and someone's like, "Let's go to New York." I'm like, "Oh, it's north." They're like, "You fucking idiot." And then, <laughs> and then, so like every day for the first semester, I was doing like a quiz on my phone of like, "Where's the geography? Where yeah. are these states?" And I completely forgot again, dude. That's insane, dude. I don't know. It was a different. It was crazy meeting people from like places i didn't think people really came from yeah. like wisconsin yeah what the fuck yeah that's wild my mom was like a nazi with that shit so like we were like studying that for like six months yeah i fucking killed it yeah 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 damn good, dude good old state geography yeah. wait but, so okay. so the fucking in college though was it ever weird <laughs> like because i i remember i was too scared to like hook up just because it was so small so like if i hook up with one person and then now she's like word is gonna get around yeah word's yeah. gonna get around yeah this person has a weird penis. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't want to be weird penis Is guy it again. Weird? Yeah, I guess you gotta, I guess you gotta whip it out. <laughs> yeah. But was it was that thought in the back of your head? Was uh, it like freshman year you were hooking up? Um, I wish that it was a problem for me where I was like, oh no, what if I hook up with too many girls? <laughs> I wish that it was, was that. what I was. It was even just like, if this one person knows, yeah. then the whole school knows I come in two seconds. Oh yeah, because you said everybody knew everybody. Because everyone knew, knows everybody. Small, everybody yeah, else. small community for sure. Yeah, no, for me it was, uh, I guess, not that it was... Uh, different experience because i i ended up like getting a, a girlfriend oh, my okay. last uh year and a half so i wasn't mm. uh playing the field as yeah. as much but um but yeah no it's <laughs> can't say that was ever a uh a concern of the, the concern was more like okay let's get to the point where where people are taught there's something to talk about <laughs> yeah. but no it's um you know first couple years is like oh college girls hobo, hobo. right yeah. yeah um but then yeah, end up kind of settling down for the time being. But yeah. now I'm I'm a, a single man once again. So it's fucking. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm trying to date, you know, here yeah. and there. Are you and, on the app? Uh I the only one that uh that I'm on is Hinge. Okay. Uh, that's like the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've experimented with yeah. um, you know, the couple others, you know. Tinder, grinder. Bumble, Grinder. You know, I've I've done the experimentation. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, but yeah, no. This the swiping ones. Um, I we've all been on there, no. right? I think, and yeah, I just didn't like the the kind of um, uh, simplicity of of or it it just felt a little too like superficial, superficial, oh, sexualized. Is yeah. just a little like like all right, let's let's chill out and do the one where at least you have to like take a second to take like an extra second to like look at someone and then not saying hinge is some great barometer of like personality it's like let's debate this topic does pineapple belong on pizza i'm the type of texter who responds either right away or in three to five business days like not not that seeing those prompts yeah. is some like big window into someone's soul and yeah. personality but at least i feel like it's yeah, it's the only one i can like live with myself being on because other ones are a little too like tinder is just transactional like, i guess hot girl huge boobs and she's on the shower just sweat going down yeah. like that's tinder and it's just literally like this is this is porn yeah 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 it's it's uh yeah it i felt it they're like a little dehumanizing i yeah. guess not to get on my soapbox but yeah, yeah just like making snap judgments just right left right left about yeah. someone in two seconds based on yeah. their 
picture. Because um, Hinge is like, tell me what you like to cook. And I'm like, oh, this is wholesome. And then Tinder, like, I can make you come in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, shit. that's a yeah, bold thing to put in your bio. But uh, how'd you know my bio? That's, yeah. that's <laughs> uh, but I'm just passively like, I know what you do. <laughs> yeah. I remember one person said that when I was on it back when, and uh, they said, uh, it said swipe in the direction of your political views. Damn. I was like, wow, it's real. Swipe. <laughs> Definitely swipe and left. I think the conservative girls are pretty hot though. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of I see that on on like hinge and stuff too. I mean, I've seen that on everything. Like if you don't like it if you like so and so, swipe left. It's like I I'm not a fan of that on like just polarizing. Either, it, yeah, yeah, on either side, just yeah. um just like making those yeah. sweeping generalizations about people but yeah what are you what am i <laughs> no, I, so I, I consider myself like a uh like a moderate liberal yeah. um but like i have the podcast of course two woke boys which makes fun of people on like the extreme left yeah. whenever so, i say like woke i don't want to come off as like far right you know, because I right. feel like sometimes and it's- that's the yeah and that's the thing like some people think that like our podcast it's like it's like, oh, you guys are like, like, like big time right wing. It's like, no, we're just like, we're making fun of just like the, Far, the, the, extreme. the extreme, which yeah. everyone, I mean, not everyone doesn't like the podcast, but um, I like a big swath of people, uh, including people on the left, like it because they see these like fake male feminists and other and people who are like grifters and um, just try out in it for all the wrong reasons. Um, they see those people in their own circles and don't like them. And so that's why they like our podcast. So, so that's why I think, yeah, it's cool what we've been able to do. I think with the, the podcast, um, to like kind of bring people together of, uh, of all kind of political, um, sides and, um, and just, yeah. Cause we, we try not to be like too political, yeah. honestly, it's more of like, yeah, less more about like the politics of like the far left than like the like the absurdities yeah yeah and like, like the personal things and just like the personal anecdotes and fake stories we we come up with in the with the yeah. uh, characters like we've talked about but but yeah i'm i'm somewhere i i think i'm actually a, a registered independent um i'm not uh yeah registered uh with either party but yeah i guess i'm yeah again like moderate liberal i guess but it's it's tough to it feels like both sides are very polar nowadays yeah. so it's yeah. tough to like fit in somewhere yeah, but literally. Mm-hmm. yeah how was it at emerson was it crazy like far left when you were there too um yes but it was also keep in mind it was pre-trump oh, so okay. trump wasn't elected until after i was gone because i i graduated in the spring of 2016 and so so yeah emerson um yeah it was a interesting experience for me because like i grew up uh yeah in in minnesota Around, I guess around, I mean, Minnesota's a blue state, but I grew up around like more kind of like uh, conservatives and, and Republicans around. And um, and then Emerson, obviously very liberal. Um, but so so I it exposed me to to different things, different uh, viewpoints, but also like it's like seeing the extreme of that was like, okay, I yeah, think you're maybe taking racist. it a, a, little, <laughs> a little too far. Yeah. So, dude, I remember I was like part of the stand up group, and then 
we're having a meeting of what we can and can't say and i was also like the only person that wasn't white in the room yeah and then like the president was like we can only joke about white people no minorities and i was like why can't we joke about minorities and she's like oh all this obviously because white people are up here and minorities are down here oh, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. saying, right. saying the, the quiet part out loud yeah. yeah well that's what yeah and that's where like the obsession with race and stuff and like and like like uh the white privilege i mean there is white privilege for sure but yeah. when people are like yeah we have we're white and we have we have privilege because we're up here and you minorities are down here it's like okay it's getting a little racist yeah. 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 i don't even yeah. know that yeah so i think yeah when when people are like obsessing over race and, and, like and stuff and, and and stereotypes yeah it can it has i mean it I'm sure you guys have seen the the classic, uh, you know, Ryan Long, the comedian. He has this great sketch like woke people and racists. We actually agree. Yeah. <laughs> and then so it's like, yeah, so a woke guy and a racist guy, they're they're saying like um, like the, the racist guy is saying like, like we should have like segregation, keep everyone apart. And the woke guy's like, yeah, we should have separate spaces for separate, uh, you know, people of color. It's like, well, you both want the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah, so there's a lot of that kind of like woke racism yeah. for sure that I saw at, at Emerson, which was weird. Um, and, pro and I'm sure like d even like weirder and more annoying for like a non-white person. Yeah. Um, I remember I learned about stereotypes about myself through a white person. Right, right, right. <laughs> I remember I was like in this race class and this one white girl, I think we're talking about like Asian people. She's like, oh, yeah. And like Asian men have become desexualized. And I'm like. We have. <laughs> so you don't think I'm sexy? <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, but like they're women. They're always so sexualized. I'm like, how did they do that? Yeah. Please tell me more about my community that yeah. you're not in. Yeah. I'm like, and then I remember, um, I think a teacher said Hispanic. And then one lady, like one girl, white girl raised her hand. And she was like, actually, they don't like to be called Hispanics because that's really problematic due to like in 1800. And then she talked about like the origin where Hispanic came from just because panics in the word. She's like, they like be called Latinx. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, do they? Because, because yeah, yeah, I don't the, poll, the polls have shown yeah. that like 3% of of Latino, Latina, Latinx people uh, <laughs> like, or I think, yeah, two or 3%. Yeah. I've seen polls of of those people use latinx yeah. and yeah and like yeah. that term the whole so, the whole language is based off of like masculine and feminine yeah. like terms and shit. right like, right so it's like that's like you're like literally you're virtually like Changing you're like the whole game yeah it's exactly. just like, like stupid as fuck right like it's just like rich it. white people yeah. rich like elitist white people in a room like rebranding yeah. another race literally, and they're yeah. like uh i don't think we i don't think we want this like yeah. no you you want yeah, it too much. <laughs> We know what's best for you, so shut up and be Latinx. So yeah, so that aspect of of the whole like yeah. left, I I do not like. Yeah, there what? was like one, I think there was like a guest speaker at Emerson, and she was Filipino too. And I'm like, oh boy, cool. Like I never see another like alumni that's Filipino. Yeah. And she's like, hey guys, like I see you represent the Filipinx community. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're one of them. I'm not playing. I don't know if I've even heard that. That's Me hilarious. Like, Great, they're made, did they give you a script? Dude? I was pissed. Dude. I, was, I left the call. I was like, all right, she's not one of us. Dude. Yeah. You fucking traitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so wild because yeah, yeah, all that all that stuff is like it's a, a white creation yeah. of yeah. these like fake terms yeah. to like rebrand different 
races as their own like pets. Yeah. It's yeah. very uh it is racist. Yeah. And so I'd rather be with a straight up racist person because they're more fun to joke yeah, around. Right. At least you right, at least you know where they stand. They're, they're, yeah. they're more real. Like yeah, they're more of a real person. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. What, are, what, are, what are you? Like where where do you what's your ethnicity? My, so I'm uh Jewish. Okay. Um so but uh often confused for uh for other things yeah. which which is funny yeah yeah a lot of yeah, people yeah. right yeah especially when i lived in glendale people mm-hmm. thought i was armenian uh, them, but yeah uh <laughs> like persian um uh, other middle eastern yeah. stuff um that's cool because you get casted for like anything literally dude. yeah it is i mean it is uh yeah for like commercials especially i've uh i've like gone out for for many different um uh races and you go and with an <laughs> yeah haven't gone that far but uh, sick haven't gone that far in my uh, cultural appropriation journey, but, um oh I, I totally forgot i have like this mustache this right now which is yeah, yeah usually cool i have uh, a beard mm-hmm. um but yeah the mustache um is something i've just been doing this for like commercials mm-hmm. because like i have these comedian friends who who are like like curly hair mustache guys who book all the time. It's like a oh. cheat code. And I'm like, I got a girl. Yeah. Here. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do what you're doing. And sure enough, the mustache has helped my bookings yeah. go, go way up. That, so, are, are they in person? Uh, are they doing some, uh, some are with commercials about like, I'd say about a third of them have gone back to in person. All the film and TV stuff. First round, all of it is still self tape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, I prefer the in-person for, uh, for commercials or for anything really to like be in the room. Cause it seems like you're and, doing like a set and you got to charm them. Right, right. 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 Because yeah, so much of it is like not what you're doing on camera with like the script, but the connection with the casting people I'm and in, like a gift basket. <laughs> right. <laughs> a nice little bribe there, but <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, just like showing that you're like a normal person, yeah. I think goes a long way. And you can't do that with the self tapes. You j- yeah. all they see is like the the lines. Yeah. And then who knows if they're even watching your tape? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I always hear like casting people say like, "Oh yeah, we were in a, a rush to cast it, so so we got a tape like three people in, and we picked the part." It's like, what about the other like hundreds of people yeah. who submitted? It's like, oh, too bad. Do you have an so, agent um, right now? Yeah. Yeah. So I have an agent for for commercials and an agent for film and TV. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And how often do you get in, like film and TV stuff? Um, so I haven't done uh, a ton of it on the big stage yet. I, mm-hmm. I was just on a show on Hulu Ooh, yeah, called so Welcome sick, to Chippendales. Yeah, where oh, I also shit. had this mustache. Um, so that came out about uh, a month ago. I'm not sure when mm-hmm. this episode is dropping. But yeah, it came mm-hmm. out in December, uh, episode four of the eight part series. Um, is, but it, yeah. is it like the, the strippers? No, I was not a, uh, I was not a stripper. Okay, no, but but, but it's about the, sh- like, it's about the... It's about the strip <laughs> okay. club, yeah, okay. and the, the, the wild story behind okay. it. And, uh, yeah, it was founded by this, um, this Indian immigrant, like a rags to riches American dream mm-hmm. story played by Kumail Nanjani, who, uh, yeah, he does, he's amazing in the role, but, uh, but yeah, this, he comes to America, like, owns a gas, uh, like, saves up to buy a gas station That's and then crazy. saves up to buy a club has this idea to turn it into a male strip club and then it blows up, but then it all, uh, yeah. And he makes a lot of money, gets famous and everything, but then it all goes to his head and he starts doing some horrible, Mm -hmm. unforgivable things, which I will not spoil Mm -hmm. uh, for anyone who wants, uh, who, who wants to watch the show. 
That's, but you should. It's a great show. Yeah. But. That's crazy. Like first thing I want to buy when I have money is a gas station. Well, like, think, think about it, it. Like that's a crazy ass investment. That is a crazy yeah. one. Right. But also like. I don't know. People are usually like, "I'm going to start a clothing brand." Yeah. But gas station, that yeah. is so. Well, yeah, I feel like. But that's... if you if you invest, you probably won't run out of business. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah, I, th- I think that's that was big, um, especially back then. Maybe still is to a, a certain extent with like um, like South Asians. Um, I feel like I I feel like that was a thing that they would uh, do, like uh, invest in like gas stations and um, and it's like a family business. That's and sick. I think there's something um friend telling me about something with like the donut shops yeah. all over LA. Yeah, there's there's a documentary called Donut King. Yes. And that was a big thing like the I don't know if it was like the 80s or 70s or something, but yeah, there's this everybody would just all the immigrants would come in and they would just buy donut shops and they're just like basically the same thing. And that's right. and that's where like the like the pink box mm-hmm. became like a staple for donut shops because that's just like what they had, I guess. I don't know. Whoa! But it's a great documentary, Donut King. Yeah, and where where is the the guy from? From that documentary? Yeah, I think um, somewhere it in was Asia. like Thailand. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, somewhere that's a great that region. But but yeah, so it's um yeah very interesting look into the um kind of uh, a classic American dream story that that went awry. So yeah. um really cool show and yeah it was did you get to meet uh kumail i did i did and uh yeah he was he was a cool guy i didn't get to interact with him much but Mm -hmm. uh but yeah he was super nice i actually used to go to his gym when i lived in glendale Uh, i went to this gym in silver lake that he went to before he got super jacked for that uh marvel movie (laughs) back when he was just the normal like super normal guy (laughs) you think he was juicing i i mean it's I will say to like go from what he was to what he turned into is in like the short amount of time that he did it. It's it raises eyebrows for sure. Having said that, it's like a lot easier to make a big transformation when you have like a team of trainers, a team of nutritionists, like you're dead, like this whole team around you, like with just a job to like, we're going to get this guy jacked. So they're paying you millions of dollars to be in this movie too. It's like, even just with that motivation. Right. Right. So it's like, so people underestimate how helpful that is to like, to get to a certain point. But, but yes, he is like, he did that in his, I think around like age 40, um, also like, the thing, yeah, the thing with like tough. is, and, and I, I don't mean to like, I'm, I'm not making any accusations, Kumail. So if you're watching this, but like the thing that's kind of weird for me about, uh, his transformation is like his face. I don't know if you've noticed that, but like yeah. his, he got this like big, like rock, like, like square mm. jaw thing where it's like, like that's, it's like normal to like change your your muscles but like when your face (laughs) it's like the barry bonds like head i don't know if you guys are baseball fans but like barry bonds when he was with the pirates um he was like a normal size guy and then when he started i mean his steroid use was never like he never had a positive test but anyway he was like he took some stuff and like his face grew whoa and uh his or his head grew <laughs> that's a crazy like a lot damn and wow, um so it's like yeah i don't think it's normal for your head to grow yeah. Yeah. um but yeah so the kumail thing is interesting like he clearly like worked very hard and had a, a great team around him but but yeah it it is whenever someone like transforms like that 
and that quickly and at that age um there's going to be questions yeah. but yeah. yeah and what role did you play in that show so i played um uh, the character's name was buddy i was a <laughs> ucla law student trying to yeah my back unfortunately my backstory my character was never really uh explained on the show i was just like a guy in line with like a friend we were trying to get into the club and we were arguing so the thing with the club was it would be like women only mm -hmm. until 10 o'clock and then they would let the men in and the men would go to try to you know pick up women in there so like the the men would line up before 10 and then so me and this other guy in the scene who is based on a a real uh real life person uh they won't let us in and so we were arguing with the bouncer about why and uh turns out that they were giving out uh so kumail's character steve Banerjee, was like uh kind of racist and like wanted to keep black people out of the the club or like limit them like have quotas so we'd give like vip cards out to white guys oh. who to like skip the line and to try to like limit the amount of uh, black people in there and then the guy who played my friend in the show he ended up um the real life character ended up suing the club for racial discrimination and won and that kind of started the downfall of of steve and chippendales and and yeah so interesting kind of true story but yeah so i was there in line arguing with the bouncer very quick scene it's like 30 mm -hmm. seconds but um it was all improvised That's which so was cool. interesting mm -hmm. wait so, so when you audition was it like yourself tapes like imagine you want to get in a club go <laughs> kind of kind oh, of wow. yeah it was they gave me like a loose outline of of this the scene um but there were no scripted lines for me all my they said improvise three separate takes as if yeah you're trying to get in and they won't let you in um luckily i had maybe a, not a lot of other people did this i looked up um, they had this character, Don Gibson, who was the friend. I looked up Don Gibson, found out his story that it was like this black law student who was getting turned away because of uh, his race. And then so I I made that a part of the um, the the improv and the audition. And um, and maybe that little extra research helped uh, cool. push me ahead. That's um, sick. But but yes, yeah, so it was just three improvised takes and then got on set uh, improvised it again. I expected to be like reined way in. And like after the first, so like the first take, when I got there, I'm like, all right, this is my 15 seconds of fame. I'm, I'm going to get my, my money's worth. And yeah. so like, I, I just like talked to like every chance I could get. And it's like all these lines. And then I expected the director to come over and be like, Hey, chill out. Like yeah. you're here for one day, like know your place. And then she, she started coming over after we cut and I'm like, Oh God, here we go. I'm, I'm screwed. They're going to fire me. And then she's like, yeah, uh, Malcolm, just like take a little half step to your right. Other than that, keep doing what you're doing. That's Great sick. job. I'm like, no. Oh wow. So it's like the biggest thing I've ever done, but the least amount of direction mm. I've That's ever sick. gotten. Yeah. So I guess at that level, they just trust that. Like if you're, if you've gotten there as yeah. an actor, that you know what you're doing yeah. and they're just gonna let you do your thing i'm yeah. sure not all things are like that but i think yeah, that kind of is the way it is and in, in general like a director will kind of let you um provide your your own uh voice yeah. into into the lines and, and when, yeah. when you're there do you ever have the intention like i want to i want to kill for this crew right now 
like when you're on to, set like do you yeah. ever like look for that validation you're like i hope the fucking grip's laughing yeah <laughs> well so which is probably bad but like, right. <laughs> so with that um it wasn't so much like get laughs because it is like a serious mm-hmm. scene but i totally do that for like commercials yeah and like funny shoots um like i yeah i did a, a commercial last year where um it was yeah it was supposed to be comedic and uh yeah there was a lot of improv and so i would say certain things that like got the the crew members to break and they'd have to like cut because they That's were like the laughing and, like, and, then, the... and then so in my head i'm like yes let's go like so so yeah it was basically like yeah exactly what you were saying for like comedic shoots i definitely try to do that and like i know i'm doing something at least kind of right when i'm like getting people behind the camera yeah. to laugh so but i remember i think i was doing that during a shoot and i think everyone was laughing except the director and i'm like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's like yo we gotta wrap this up dude and like the fucking like pa is like yo <laughs> yeah, yeah. i've been turning the pa but the director's like i should have fucking cast the other two <laughs> yeah yeah so it's uh yeah no it's definitely a fun thing to do to um yeah, it is a, a performance, yeah. and especially when you're able to improvise and people don't know what you're going to say, yeah. Yeah. that makes it even more fun, because I love improv, and um, yeah, trying to do more crowd work uh, with my stand-up, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, speaking of improv, but I know you like to you like to do crowd work, and yeah. I mean, that's, it seemed like the, the bulk of, of <laughs> what you've done, the on times the, I've seen you, met you. <laughs> yeah, on, on stage. Yeah, uh, it's a chateau. Yeah, yeah, your crowd work is awesome. Dude, thank uh, you. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get on that level but but yeah doing improv on in a film setting is a lot of fun did you do like uh you see actually wait we might cut this out i've heard so much bad shit about it dude. <laughs> like the the owner is like a creep toward like female comics i Come have on. heard yeah. those like, uh i've heard those comments also haven't seen it personally, yeah. but, I've, this out, but I've, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard it. Which dude is it? Was that dude that you? The that dude, you, the old dude who has a backward okay. baseball. If you're like, like above the guitar, above forty, the, yeah. above yeah. 40 the backward baseball yeah. cap, like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> the ripped jeans. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's interesting uh, guy. And he always wants sure. to lie when you on stage. He's like, "Hey, what have you been?" And I'm like, "YouTube, nothing. I've been on nothing." He's like, all right, we'll say yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say, uh, you got a Netflix special. Yeah. 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 He's fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think he really pays attention just because he's in his own world. Yeah. He's like, ah. And I'm like, this dude. But I heard, like, he brings, like, female comics, like, to the back. I don't know if he, like, Ooh. Louis C.K.'s them. Mm-hmm. But Jesus. I, at least he's giving them stage time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Which, yeah, at least they're not blacklisted like, yeah. the, uh, like the Louis accusers. But, no, he, I mean, do you ever see the sketches that he posted on the... Instagram, some of them. I mean, he still posts them so sometimes. Like, but there were Russian? some. I mean, he was kind of like telling on himself with some of the stuff. No. Like there was one where I mean, I couldn't believe that he posted this. It was like him at, and this this uh, lady comes in like wheeling a, a cart of like like cantaloupes or something. And <laughs> That's a crazy thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you already know it's uh, something weird is happening. And she's like, uh, she's like so how do i get some uh uh some time how do i get stage time at 
God. And he's like, um, and then he's like, can I, or he's like, can I have those, uh, how about if I buy a couple of those melons from you? Oh. And she's like, uh, she's like, okay, um, like, here you go. And he's like, oh, I wasn't talking about the fruit oh, or, or some, something like that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> how like, is this real life? Yeah. And then, so, of course, like, people are lighting up the comments, uh, particularly women when, being like, when we're, we're still, life. yeah, we're still making like these jokes and like, like suck my dick for stage time in yeah. like 2022. Um, That's and, crazy. Cause and if then, you just bring a friend, you get five minutes. No, right. Yeah. It's literally so easy to get stage. Time. Like, why are you even saying this? It's just inaccurate. Not yeah. only is it unethical, it's inaccurate. It's like out of all people, at least go to the store. You're yeah. gonna suck off this. Th- <laughs> hey, right. Have yeah. you been at uh, Shoebox as well? Or yeah, yeah. So Shoebox is great show run by friends of ours, Ben Gordon, Logan Kiros. Um, was a monthly show. They they are hopefully bringing it back. But I was lucky enough to perform on it at uh, at the end of 2021, and yeah, great show. And yeah, one of the best like independent shows i think it is, in dude. la yeah the lineups they get is like crazy great lineups great venue they pack it out and it's like great crowds too it's yeah. like crowds are really there to like laugh at some <laughs> wild stuff obviously look i mean both ben and logan like really Go like <laughs> push the limits yeah. with their comedy which i respect a lot especially logan like he says some wild stuff yeah. i stage. remember there was a meme logan posted where it was like you would think it was like stand-up comedy, and then one comic was holding a box of all these stuff, and it was like crowd work, like structure, jokes, and then it would be like a picture of like Logan, and it just says racism. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other comic was like, "Are you sure that's all you need?" <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna insert it right. Remember to post it. It was like the funniest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I saw that. That's yeah, classic. Funniest ones, and I yeah. remember um. Ben also he goes he also goes like pretty hard just in the paint. Yeah. And then I remember he posted on Emerson Mafia. He's like, come to this show. Like if you're an Emerson Mafia, if you're an Emerson alumni, you can come in for free. Mm. And then I remember it was my final semester and I was in LA and it was just like all the woke kids in the crowd. Like I remember I was sitting behind them and I saw oh, so the people side. came from people Emerson. Came, yeah. yeah, from Emerson. They're like, oh cool, an Emerson alumni is putting a show. Ben goes on. He does like 10 minutes on people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Literally time. saying that, yeah. And then the whole time they were just like, <laughs> yeah. I was talking to him like, yo, he just like woke him up to like stand up. Yeah, right, right. He just, they never went back again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Just taking a bunch of these like typical Emerson kids and dropping them in like the most like yeah. hardcore show. It was like the first week of EL, of like Emerson, ELA. Yeah. So then they were like, holy shit. Like yeah. they were just in this bubble for the longest. Yeah. And then, was, so like, is, the, is ELA different from like Boston, Emerson? It's, um, yeah, it's just like, it's pretty much. Everyone who wants to spend their final semester mm-hmm. from Emerson can come to this building they have yeah. in so, LA. Like, so I'm saying, like, do you think it's like still the same culture in Boston? Like, no, I think the shit? the bubble burst because uh-huh. people were like in real life now. Yeah, and then um, before, like, at least my time in like Emerson, Boston, it was like more clicky, and like mm-hmm. all the comedy kids in like Boston were like against each other. That's but then, so like annoying, in um, LA, everyone was like, "All right, we're just all friends." Yeah, like, let's, yeah, let's really it. it was really cool. That's but really um. Cool. Yeah, and then Shoebox just, like, broke all yeah. of yeah. that bubble. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Did, yeah. you, did, did you do that, though? Did you do ELA? I actually, I did not, because mm-hmm. I thought about it, doing it in, like, a fall semester, mm-hmm. but because of baseball, I wanted to be there 
year round. I, baseball, the, the season is in the spring, but they have like fall practices and stuff yeah. that I didn't want to miss out on. Also, I didn't really have the the um, the like the idea and pursuits of doing like entertainment stuff until I was like close to being done with college. Oh, okay. yeah. So at that point, it was kind of like too late to do ELA anyway. But I, I consider doing it for journalism mm-hmm. early on. But um, but yeah, didn't do the program, but ended up coming out here anyway. Yeah. So That's and just to preface, like ELA is when like because like uh, Emerson was in Boston, and you, in your last semester you could transfer. Yeah, and la- either I think like any semester in your junior or senior, junior or senior, senior, yeah, you could be uh do the LA campus. Really, it's, nice it's campus. just one semester though. Did you it's do just it for? one semester. Yep. Yeah, okay. but it's weird when people like come there in Boston mm. and then they go for like their semester, their junior year semester in the fall. And they're like seeing all this stuff, like, oh, I work for Comedy Central, and they go back to Boston, like back to like square one. That's really yeah. That, who did you who did you work for intern for when you were? Um, is this dude? He's like a commercial director, Rick Darge. Like he was pretty much like, I remember I hit him up. Was like, hey, do you need any interns? He was like, dude, I own a production company, but it's literally just me in my house every day. I don't know what we're gonna do, but okay, we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> and it turned out being like more I learned from him than like my whole time in college. Like yeah. he was just like he's still a mentor. Like I still talk to him all the time. Oh, that's awesome. But um, yeah. But like a lot of people who I knew live worked for like huge companies. Um, they hated their time there. Like because mm-hmm. they were treated just like pawns. Where it's like I remember my one friend worked for this like this big music video company, and then. Every day she would just do physical labor. They're like, "Hey, yeah. build this bench," and then we just <laughs> bought a lot of rocks, put them in the backyard, That's and she did that for bro. like eight hours every day. She's like, "Come back," just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Am I doing? Right, they're right. Getting paid for it either. Yeah, like, they're not getting yeah, paid for insane. it either. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's tough. It's like yeah. a cliche like intern yeah. interaction. Yeah. Right, Literally. right, yeah. But yeah, we're at um one hour right now. Okay. So if you wanna uh-huh. transfer over? Gotcha. Wait, also wait. I remember. I think I saw you on LinkedIn. Okay. What didn't? Weren't you working for a comedy center? No, not comedy. So funny or die. Funny or die. Yeah. yeah. I oh I was a I I was doing some writing for them, freelance writing, in like shortly after I moved to L.A. Like I I started. I noticed on their website they had like you could just submit articles to them, and and so I started doing oh, that. Cool. And then they they reached out to me and and were like, hey, we'd like to bring you on as part of like the freelance writing staff and i was like oh, okay cool so I, I was doing that a lot in like um yeah 20 20 or i started like right before i moved to la actually so oh, it was like dang, it was, yeah, cool. it was like 2017 2018 i was doing that and and things seemed to be going well and actually my you know, quick little anecdote about uh that was i did an article i wrote an article about like uh, JK Rowling, like a satirical article about her. And then it like went viral. And then, and like people thought it was like a real news article Mm. and, but it was like an onion type thing, but people thought it was real and started like sharing it. And then, um, JK Rowling, uh, like her lawyer, like reached out to, uh, funny or die. It was like, Hey, you guys need to take this down. (laughs) And, um, and so, and they really didn't because it's, covered under it's satire it's covered under parody law and so uh but they they did take it down just to like and the the boss was like the head writer guy was explaining it to me he's like yeah we didn't have to take it down but like we want to play nice with her just in case we ever like 
uh, collaborate on something. Uh, but at least you got your little views bonus for, yeah. for the article. I was like, yeah, but it would have been nice to like not have it wiped from the internet. Yeah, damn, um, that sucks, dude. But yeah, so and was this before the trans stuff with? Yeah, it was before that. Damn, actually. So now you're not <laughs> right. So yeah. it's like you should say put it back on. Right, yeah, put it back on. Now that's right. why I wanted, when you said to collab with her, I was like, to do what? Yeah. <laughs> that's probably yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So this was yeah. This was before all the like turf stuff. Yeah. And um. So yeah, so now yeah, I should reach back out to them yeah, like, hey, put that article that, back like, on. Yeah, give it to me and I'll post that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so I was I was doing that for a while yeah. until they uh, basically let go all yeah. their freelance writers because they were losing money. Yeah. God so, damn, yeah. dude! But it was fun little gig while it lasted. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. but Dash Mary Kate, 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 Dash Mary Kate. Alrighty, so you know that our podcast is I'm gonna come clean. So yes. now we give you a moment right now. We're gonna put you in the hot seat. You have a moment to come clean about something. Something that can kind of wow us a little bit. If you if you're not that interesting, it's okay. You can take a minute, you can think about it. Okay, I might might need a second. I, yeah, I should have totally uh, should have thought about this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you seen this? I, have you seen this segment at all? I I think I've seen I've seen the clips that mm. you've posted. Um It could I, be like something simple, yeah. it could be like just, you know. A guilty pleasure it could yeah. be uh, a story like something you did in the past embarrassing story sure all right I, I think I, I think I got it mm -hmm. so when I was a little kid probably four or five tops I was in my kitchen and there was a, a piece of like there was like a piece of like brown substance on the kitchen floor and my older brother was like i was like oh what's that and my older brother was like oh it's it's a, a piece of a brownie because like because there were there were brownies in here i was like oh i i, I didn't see any brownies like no there were there were brownies <laughs> so so you so you should eat that and so i was like Okay, I guess yeah. I was <laughs> so I I ate it and it was it was poop. And I don't know yeah, and I don't know how whose it was, how it got there. You don't like, have dogs or like No, we had no pets. I don't know why, but it was I don't know if like my brother like planted it there, but but yeah, my my brother basically tricked me into eating a piece of shit and uh it was one of the the most like horrible scarring things that i don't even yeah you still talk to him oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, never, we never spoke again no, I, we haven't talked about it in a while and well now that now that i'm i'm uh, remembering oh, this i i am gonna talk to him about that he used to <laughs> Uh, make fun of me for it but yeah i don't know like such a weird like mysterious thing of like how that even got there why it was there why i was dumb enough to believe that it was a piece of brownie yeah. when we well, no but but i mean think about it it's like why would there be a piece of poop on the floor if you don't have like any pets or anything but like... also why would there be a brownie on the floor <laughs> but i i feel like in that moment it's kind of a little it's like it's your older right. brother too like you're gonna trust him like right did so, it taste like... how it smells that's so, uh, yeah, that's yeah it was yeah really really bad <laughs> yeah would you do it and again I, 
<laughs> no, <laughs> unless I was unless I was uh, on fear fear fact. Yeah, unless I was tricked or on fear factor with a chance money to, involved. You're right. Imagine a self tape for fear factor. I'm Malcolm non-union from L.A. and I'm here for fear factor. Just uh, pick up poop. Yeah. Well, how old were you at that point? I, I think I was like four or five. What did yeah. your parents say? Do you remember? Uh, I think they were, they definitely like laughed at you. Oh yeah, they were like, <laughs> bully, yeah, they were like, ha ha ha. <laughs> I was like, mom, dad, <laughs> like crying. This um, is why you do comedy now. Dude. Yeah, right, right. That's traumatic as fuck, yeah. bro. So, yeah, I yeah, I even talked about like I. The first thing I do when I leave here is I'm gonna call all of them. I'm gonna be like, hey, what was up with that? Like, what was up with the whole like, like why was there yeah, that on the ground in the kitchen. And so, so yeah, it was Do weird. Do you have, like, resentment towards any of them? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, is I, I, I'm over it, I think. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> it What's that? You have to get them back. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, a, big uh, bro, quarter... there's a brownie on the floor. <laughs> yeah. like, get that? Piece of shit. <laughs> Quar- quarter of a century later, uh, I'll get, get my revenge. But... <laughs> I'll never but, yeah. suspect it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a weird... Uh, Weird, come clean. If the, I mean, it, no, if, that was great. <laughs> okay, okay. Happy, happy to do, happy to do another one if that's because it's, it's. I mean, if you weird. have another you one, have another we're one. not opposed to. It. All right, all right. So, I am a huge, huge fan of, like, so yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of like soft, soft boy music. Okay. Coldplay. Coldplay's sick. Yeah. Keen. Uh, Mumford and Sons, love that. Yeah, and you can like you can find me these rainy days in LA we've had over the last month. You can find me curled up on the couch, just listening to some some soft music and just some Eminem and and just thinking. And uh, and and my friends like to chide me for my my love of of cold yeah. play but i'm i'm proud yeah. loud and proud so i guess it's not really a come clean yeah. because i'm i've been uh i've been out yeah. about my my love of them yeah. but it's more of a fun we, fact we, yes. we want to thank you for being so vulnerable yeah this yes. is, like, see i am so if any women are watching this yeah. see how like sensitive and in touch with my yeah. with my emotions i am you know yeah, just yeah. saying I'm turning into my character <laughs> stuff I would say on there, but come in clean with an incel. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But no, I, I, uh, love me some, uh, some soft rock and, uh, on in those, those days where got to just sit down yeah, and, and think, think about your yeah. life. That's so beautiful. I'm going to check out Mumford and Sons, dude. You should actually, I really fuck Mumford I just hear about like jokes about Mumford yeah. and Sons, but I don't know. Yeah. Do you I like Kings really... of Leon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Or Lumineers. Lumineers, great. Ophelia, oh, top tier, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love top. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's yeah. Uh, may not be popular to say, but again, yeah. ladies, it's okay. See, it's just no, no toxic masculinity Literally. here. It's, just all, <laughs> it's all real shit. All deep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Damn, so, bro. yeah, Definitely yeah, I love, man. yeah, I love how this like confession has just turned into like, uh, please date me. Yeah. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> Read between the lines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right, but, uh, yeah. So hope that's, yeah. hope that's no, that was something. Yeah. yeah. 
Thank you for that. And I hope you guys don't, you know, view me a no, different I, way now. I, I kinda I'm still date, a cool guy. I kind of want to date you a little bit, but oh, that's, yeah. that's a conversation for later. Yeah, yeah. yeah we want to we want to thank you for coming out to our podcast, man. Thanks so much for yeah, having me. This yeah, is fun. Man. I yeah. kind of wish we could have maybe gotten a little bit more into like your TikToks and like your, your little sketches and stuff. But oh well, yeah. Uh, I guess yeah, you can. Yeah. follow me or whatever yeah, if you have any plugs or anything you can go yeah yeah malcolm kellner on all the social media platforms instagram tiktok all, all the other stuff youtube check out my dumb sketches and videos <laughs> and share them please i like ambiguous tiktok boy oh right the the ethnically ambiguous yeah. hot boy yeah yeah, yeah. Who asked women their body count? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fun little silly character that yeah. was n- not at all worth the time I put in. <laughs> it completely bombed. But I like it's like, I, like, I, like, I fucked that shit heavy. Oh, like, thank yeah. you. And it's like, what else was I going to do the week between like Christmas and yeah. New Year's <laughs> besides spend hours and hours putting that together? Yeah. So. Did you, uh, did that whole sketch just come from you saying body count? Because <laughs> right. it just worked backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so it came from like I'd seen these guys on TikTok who have like millions of followers who just go around with like a backpack and their phone, like, oh, what's your body count? And just like <laughs> harassing women on Hollywood Boulevard. And they, yeah, millions of views, millions of followers. And I'm like, this is such trash and like why are these why do these guys make a living off content and i still have to work my dumb day job like so if like i'm not gonna do that but at least i have to make fun of them yeah Yeah. and so um so yeah so that's how i that's my therapy and catharsis is like taking things that i hate on the internet and then parodying them yeah the best best therapy there is hell yeah. yeah Absolutely. So if you right. if you ever need like TikTok stuff, we we can connect you to Han Biddy. Oh yeah, uh, popping off right now. Yeah, doing the Our same TikTok. Deal. Okay, is he is he big on there? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty big. Okay, big dude. But all right, thank you for hopping on. Thanks for having Sorry. me. Comment down your body count. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. All right, thanks guys. Touch on my love, on my rap, on my way. Love on my way. Touch on my rubber, my love, my rubber, my. Why do you want my dick? All up inside your lips. Why does it grab?